The following episode of TSBOF, we are proud to announce, will not contain any profane language, any tangents, any racist comments, any spoilers of any TV shows and or movies, or anything that would offend or entertain anyone. Um, the censors have finally cracked down on us, and we're going to be doing things a PC way from now on. We're going to, we're going to talk about milk. Ovaltine, the American way, um, applesauce, um, cauliflower, nothing about cocaine, uh, saying profane words like pussy, pussy fuck, fucking pussy, bitch, motherfucker, mug fucker, uh, anything of that nature. So if you don't, if you don't like fun or good times, or if you're a fan of, cen- of, of censorship, is this a show for you? Follow us on Twitter at TSBOF Podcast. Listen to our show on Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, anywhere you can stream a podcast. If you can't stream a podcast, you don't know how, go to our website. The Afford mentioned, maybe I mentioned it before, True Stories Based on Fiction.com. If you're in need of any t shirts with our uh, iconography on it, let us know. Email us at that aforementioned email. TSBOF podcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments, hit us up on the Twitterverse. Do your Googles and find us. Uh, go to our email again, TSBOF podcast at gmail.com. And please enjoy this very special episode that contains no fucks, pussy, shit, bitch, or anything of that nature. Because we're PC and we love it. Thank you so much, guys. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have failed this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got to do. Kneel before Based on fiction. I gave you prophecy on my first jump. But you all lamed out. They really appreciate it. <laughs> the second one's out. Danger. So, your face is amazing, blazing, hot like Cajun, and all I need is a minute. Huh, please, no gimmicks. She telling me to chill on the real and take a trip to Satan. Sent me to hell with it, then I yell with it. Do the hell with your crew. She say you got a man with a hell with him too. The seats to see shell, the whip is sea blue, when you can swim through. Ain't a lot of women that I can't swim through, and you can't say that I don't tempt you. Cause if you said that, you's a liar. Grip them legs back, call me pliers. Two full chrome up under the tires, and you so grown in my desires to make you come. Finish that run. Hey, who said Trey Songz ain't fine? The way you talk to me, it seems so impersonal. I this moment's accident. I'm ready to take control. I want you to know. You're my kind of woman. You act like that, you fly like jets. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to True Stories Based on Fiction. I am one of your hosts, Randy. With me is... Brian. And we also have, as always, our third co-host... Evan, the third co-host. Always the third. Keep stepping on my line, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Trademark, Pat (laughs) Evan. Well, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, gotten in the studio, guys, so... Yes. Um... 
I'll be honest, not a whole lot is new for me. No. No. Keeping no. on, keeping on. Living life. How we do. Flawless. So, uh, what do we think we're talking about today? So, what we're going to talk about today, this is going to be the inaugural edition of our one of our mini episodes. So, those are basically going to focus on things that aren't really in the same... They don't. They wouldn't fit into a full a full length episode. So examples. They, example would be like, say, if I um, if I watch the nineteen sixty seven Fantastic Four cartoon, we might have a mini episode about that. Uh-oh. I think that came a little after nineteen sixty. Oh, did you say cartoon? Yeah, the cartoon. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Roger Corman movie. No, 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 no that's ninety four. <laughs> the nineteen sixty seven. Or is that the one that didn't have Johnny Storm? They replaced him with that was Herbie? like seventy eight. In '67, kids, kids didn't they didn't worry about kids being caught on fire. So yeah, Johnny Storm was in it. They Fuck fought the kids. Yeah, that's what I say. Damn, let those fuckers burn. Let them burn. Who did they replace with? Johnny Herbie, Storm, like, Herbie, the, the robot. little robot, the living robot. And he was like a full-on Fantastic Four member. Yes, like he was the no member. Johnny Storm. They were afraid really? that kids were going to start setting themselves on fires to uh, emanate. And they also had a. Uh, they took out three of the four. And had Thing and his own solo cartoon with a little hippie kid who had a Thing ring. He would put the Thing ring on and say, Thing ring, do your thing, and transform into the Thing. Now, if yes. they were worried that kid, little kids watching this cartoon were, might set themselves on fire, mm-hmm. you think they might have a worry that, oh, hey, this guy can pull any part of his body and stretch it. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the eighties. They thought kids were right. going to go down to the sewer to try to find the turtles. <laughs> I did that. That's <laughs> <laughs> found Yellow a creepy fuck. old man. <laughs> there's, there's I don't want to talk about it. Oh, this guy's got a van with no windows. I said he's going to take me there. <laughs> I said his name is Splinter. <laughs> it's, a, it's a turtle van. Yeah, but so things like that, or say if you want to talk about, for example, their topic for tonight, the new. The latest in the series of DC directed video movies. This one's called JLA Gods and or Monsters. Justice League, not JLA. Same difference. The difference is the same. They weren't all about America on this one. True. True. Uh, to me, it's all the same. Yep. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Uh, yes, tonight's Tostata. episode is going to be a review of Gods and Monsters. Or as Evan puts it, Gods and, and or, or monsters, monsters. With a little slash in between there. Yeah. Who knows? It might be guys. It might be guys and monsters, or maybe guys or monsters. We don't know. What about just monsters? It, it could be just monsters. You're right. There's so many variables. Well, not, it's not an infinite amount of variables, but, but there's at least four they, that they could be. Gods and monsters. Gods. Gods. It'll be gods. Gods and monsters. Mm-hmm. Gods or monsters or just monsters. Exactly. That's what four, right? Yeah. I was just poured four out of my dick, and that was right. Bam. Boom. So you pulled your dick like Captain or like uh, Mr. Fantastic. Exactly. Everything's <laughs> everything stretches. <laughs> Everything. It's like stretch Armstrong. <laughs> the fuck stretch did you do with strong. your dolls, Randy? What? Huh? <laughs> Does his dick pull like his arms do? I didn't have Fantastic Four dolls or a stretch Armstrong. <laughs> Randy was too cool. I had a stretch Armstrong. How old are you, Brian? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I thought I was like in the seventies. We had nah. They released them. Uh, You're right in like the nineties. You're yeah, right, early nineties. Yeah, and then yeah. they came out. He had the little dog too. Yes, yes, yes. Fetch yes. Armstrong. I, I think he ha- he had a short-lived cartoon in the nineties as well. 
They were uh, recently talking well, when I say yeah. recently, yeah. I think of the last few years, talking about coming back and making a Stretch Armstrong movie, I think. Really? Mm-hmm. My Dick Armstrong. <laughs> Long Dick Armstrong style. <laughs> and I think we just found the title. <laughs> Long Dick Armstrong. <laughs> Alright, so getting back to J- Justice League, not JLA, but Justice League Gods and or Monsters. Or Justice League Gods. Or just the monsters. monsters. <laughs> or monsters. Or monsters. We don't know. So, what I, did you guys think about it? I just watched... What was it? About a week or so it came out? I, at the time of this recording about that, yeah, I think last week. So, yeah, I believe I watched it. I'll tell you off the right off the back, I enjoyed this one. <laughs> um, we will obviously be getting into it. You a, can see Randy's face right now. <laughs> we'll obviously be getting to reviews of other ones and what my opinions on earlier ones have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into this. I wasn't really expecting much. I, If anyone doesn't know, I guess we'll give you a quick rundown. Gods and Monsters is a alternate universe storyline of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Essentially, su- Superman was uh, embedded with Zod's, uh, General Zod's uh, DNA, DNA mm-hmm. and sent to Earth. Batman, instead of being Bruce Wayne, was Kirk Kirk Langstrom, Langstrom. who kind of manifested a man-bat syndrome and turned into a vampire. And for those who don't know, in terms of edification, Kirk Langstrom has always been in Batman continuity as the man-bat, going back probably to the 80s and definitely... 70s, I think. 70s, okay. And he was very prominent in the the 1990s Batman... The animated, the animated series. Yeah. Um, and then your third main character was uh, Wonder Woman, who instead of uh, Amazonian was, you find out, actually a god. From Apocalypse with mm-hmm. Darkseid. Named New Gen- Becca. No, she was from New Genesis. True. Very true. The uh, paramour of Orion. Was that Orion? Um, she was going to marry She was going to marry Orion. Orion. So yep. paramour. Um, so essentially these are much darker versions of the three... Yes. Uh, heroes. No qualms about committing murder and genocide. And they're kind of out out for themselves, I would say. I mean... I mean, they're there to help, but yeah, they they don't have any qualms. They they know they have this power right. over... Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gray... It's a, one of those gray areas, I would say. You don't really know what their true motivations are, besides the fact that they like having power and they don't want to ever succeed that power. No. No. Yeah. Um, but kind of going back into what my thoughts were, mm-hmm. I really do not like alternate universe tales. Amen. Uh, <laughs> DC has been known for it in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the 50s, 60s, I believe up until the early 80s, they had what's called multiple Earths, uh, infinite Earths. Infinite. Mm-hmm. Until they uh, created what's called the uh, miniseries Crisis, Crisis of the of Infinite, infinite Earths. Earth. Um, where they took all these obscure realities of heroes uh, right. and combined it into one Earth. Right. After that miniseries, uh, they created an imprint called Elseworlds, mm-hmm. where they were able to take stories and that didn't fit into current continuity, like Batman was a vampire, right. Batman mm-hmm. was around during Sherlock Holmes times. Super- kingdom Come? Came to come was a futuristic storyline. I know Superman Red Sun was a Mm -hmm. pretty big one where I never read it, but Superman essentially has a rocket from Krypton landed in... Mother uh, Russia, the USSR. Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. grew up there instead of America with the Kents. 
that being said, I enjoyed the movie. Okay. Um, it was a different take. Uh, Bruce Tim, who is known for the Batman the Animated Series, Superman Animated Series, and Justice League cartoons from the 90s, came back. Just or wrote this one and produced it, I believe. He did the story and he did all of the character designs, which is pretty evident because mm-hmm. they ring to, to, to his art style. I said, yeah, it did look really close to the like the animated series. Mm-hmm. And then um, Alan Burnett actually did the screenplay with some help from Jeff Johns, who actually runs uh, DC these days. Now I know, uh, Evan, you weren't a fan of the art style for this one. No. I did like it. I thought it was a little bit of a kickback to uh, a cartoon I hold near and dear to my heart. That I mean, I, I loved as it. Do I? Uh, I mean, we haven't seen that style in years. Price and what Justice League? Yeah, since, um, Justice mm-hmm. League Unlimited. Justice League Unlimited. But I mean, it's not that I don't like it. I feel as though Bruce Timm's art should should have evolved again for this movie because it's so different from anything he's done previously. And I think that DC is too relying on two art styles. The art style that was um, first um, first prominent on the Young Justice cartoon. And it's been the same art style on the recent movies they've, they've actually put out. And then on the Bruce Timm art style. I think they need to find a new way to do it. The um, previous movies had more manga anime like and that, that doesn't that, that that doesn't work for me either mm-hmm. doesn't work for me either <laughs> no yeah we all know about that but i mean it's not that it was bad i would have liked to seen an evolution of bruce Timm's style because batman the animated series to superman to to uh jlu you saw his art style evolve or even the the first half of batman to the latter half of Batman, his 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 artwork always evolved, but now it's kind of a stalemate of how it's been since 2008. See, I so. thought the uh, guys he drew in it evolved a little bit. The women, you could tell. Yep. I was going exactly back to that same style. style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Bruce Tim is a fan of the ladies. He, I'm not sure if you guys knew this or not, but he has like two art books of all naked women in his art style. Really? Yes, he's a fan of the smut. Hmm. Yes, and the very popular. Art books as well. I mean, I don't like seeing cartoon smut. I like my smut real. But he has two very popular art books. Can't say I've ever looked up any cartoon smut. Well, I have not. Sure, everyone do your Googles or or and or your Amazons. Put in Bruce Tim's name, and it was typically pops up in the first five. Really? really? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's had two of them. Yeah, so yeah, and, and that art style was the same then. This was a this was around the Mad Love um, era. Now, I mean, the one thing that did kind of evolve, which passed to because it wasn't set in that universe, was it didn't have that noir feel to it that Batman the art animated series had. Yes, which probably would have worked better if it did have that style, in my opinion, because it you was kind so? of a darker story. So they had like a, that kind of feel to. It. I think it would have actually been a better fit. And now that you say that, I think one of my issues, my issues with the movie, was the fact that the art style and the story didn't really mesh well. I guess you can say they were trying to juxtapose a pretty dark story with pretty bright art. But I think it would have been better if they would have had an art style that kind of highlighted how dark, dark the actual story was. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really dark story for being... Definitely uh, not something you want to let the kids watch. No, no. And not. Randy, you being one with two children of your own... I did not let the kids watch, no. I mean, why not? There wasn't any fucking. 
There's no fucking. There's a lot of. There is some blood. Yeah. There's some violence. Everybody bleeds. I know. My kids don't need to see people lasering people's heads off and having big ass doors slammed on their bodies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, Randy, you've been a little silent for this one. What do you think of the episode, or not episode, but movie? I am really not a fan of the Ultimate Universe or alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Um, like I liked the casting. Um, Bruce or Michael C. Hall as Batman. I thought that was kind of cool. And not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. Bad. He was Batman. Yeah. I thought that was a really good. I like the cast. I thought it was one. Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> he had range. No. <laughs> nope, it was Dexter. It was Dexter. <laughs> that makes more sense. Bringing his dark passenger to, to Batman. <laughs> um, Essentially, yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it kind of was. Yeah. Um, who was it that played Superman? Benjamin Bratt, which I can't tell it was him. No, no. He, he did a great job too. So yeah, I liked, who was Luther in this one? That's what I hated the most. Stephen yeah, Hawking? Because it, uh, it wasn't Clancy. <laughs> if it's not Clancy, I don't want it. Yeah. Clancy Brown is Lex Luthor to me. If yeah. anyone else plays him, he, the guy who played it played him too sciencey, not like yeah. a menacing, like a threat. Well, it's it's an alternate universe Lex, though. I mean, he wasn't True. quite as maniacal. He definitely wasn't. Well, he essentially no. ended up coming and saving the day at the end. Yeah. Which, now that you bring it up, I didn't get that, really. No, I, that was... Deus Ex Lucica. That <laughs> didn't really make much sense to me. Yeah, he, he came in and saved the day. Yeah. And then he came and he took Superman's bitch. Yeah. The band. Yeah. What <laughs> Wonder Woman? Yeah. Were they fucking in this movie? Yeah. They like, kind of kept insinuating to it. But no, it was pretty blatant when... um She kept saying, he's no, not my man. But that doesn't mean yeah, they are Steve, fucking. Steve Trevor won that puss, Yeah, though. and he got it, yeah. too. And you can tell that they both... They had some there. fucking of their own. Yes, maybe yep. Eiffel Towers, too. We don't know. Did Batman get in on that? I think Batman was too entranced with uh, that chick, Tina. Was her name Tina? Uh, I don't remember. Really Ra- I, Ar- or not, I was going to say Arnold Palmer, but uh, Ray Palmer's... Uh, no, not Ray Palmer... Not Ray Palmer, the uh, Magnus guy. Oh, uh, uh, um, the robot, the the chick that turned out to be a robot. Yes, yes, yes. He was too enthralled with her to even be concerned with uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah, yeah. So Randy, I would say I agree with you. The the voice casting was good for the main three, but yeah. everyone else was a miss in my opinion. Yeah, like I agree. Lois Lane's voice was so nasally yeah. and dorky; it did nothing for me. Um, I did like. Carl Lumley coming back from playing Martian Manhunter and playing um, Silas Stone, the father yeah. of Cyborg. Yeah. Uh, but the just the whole alternate universe thing, mm-hmm. I'm really like, eh, you could have did the same story with the normal universe. Could you? Yeah. Sure. I would have thrown him in there. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Mexican Superman just didn't do it for me. I don't know if he necessarily could have it in the regular universe. Um, I don't think you could either. I mean, if maybe if they were, well, you could have that. This, this, the the villains plot could have still happened. Yes. Yeah. But in terms of the uh, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, how 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 they were characterized, I don't think no, that could have no, worked. That yeah, but work. but the plot line no, having it, Batman as a vampire would not work. Right. Right. I'm sucking motherfuckers blood because basically it was a who done it. Yeah. Speaking of that, did anyone see who who done it before the, the, the big reveal? I thought, me I personally, didn't. I thought they kind of made it a little obvious. Did you? Were they kind of trying to make it like a Watchmen? 
I had that same vibe. Yeah, yeah. it's it kind of like a Watchmen me vibe. Yeah. yeah. How so? I didn't get it. The tone. Point. It had the same the tone. tone as Watchmen, in my opinion. Because they're trying, like in Watchmen, they were taking out all these people ahead of time. Yes. And same kind of thing here. He's taking out all these other scientists. Okay. Faking his own attack. Mm-hmm. Which okay. same thing happened in Watchmen. And then it, it also dealt with the uh, who watches a Watchmen because these guys are so powerful. Who could take exactly. them down? Just like they talked about was a, a central theme in the Watchmen. Yep. So I did get that vibe from it. Yep. I just got it here when we were talking about it. And I didn't mm-hmm. even think about it but when I was watching it. But yeah. Yeah, essentially it's the same kind of story. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and then even Bruce, I mean, Kurt Langstrom was basically, he he was kind of like the Rorschach character. Yep. Uh, Superman was kind of like an Ozymandias. Yep. Wonder Woman was uh, kind of almost also like a, a female Ozymandias almost too. Who's I mean, the mom and the daughter chicken Watchmen? I I've been years uh, since I've seen the movie Silk or read Spectre, the comics. Spectre, I believe her name. Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. Yeah. But um, yeah. But I had no idea that that is Doctor Magnus. Will Magnus. Yeah, I had no idea that yeah. he was going to be the. Uh, the uh, the antagonist. I had no idea that those no, creatures the one were... character that doesn't die conveniently but, still lives. But that's almost right before it comes out that it's him. I mean, prior to that. Yeah. Now, after once they did the review, did you kind of think to yourself, oh, I should have had this. It's kind of a little more obvious, or yes, because I thought like, why was the Kurt flashback so long and boring? And now we yeah. know why because it, it why. was him and the villains. Because it's creating that backstory. Exactly. Now, speaking of the backstories. Mm-hmm. I did like Wonder Woman's backstory. I like her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy that. Seeing her as, like I said, not the Amazonian, but as a god. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was from, if anyone reads DC Comics, uh, one aspect I've never been a fan of is the new gods. Really? Um, <laughs> the Jack Kirby creations. Even Darkseid? I like Darkseid's character. I don't mind the Apocalypse characters, but it just, the fourth world, isn't it the fourth yes, world? Yes. It bores me. It Doesn't always seems wordier than shit. I would say yeah. the fourth world is done better in 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 the animation, like mm-hmm. in the Young Justice cartoon. How they handled it was great, and Superman probably one of the only Superman episodes I liked is when he fought Darkseid and went to. Um, I do like it in animation. It works well it. there. Reading it, I've never been a fan. They've had some yeah. storylines um, back of the day. Um, DC every summer did their kind of yes before events uh, comic events became so big they did their summer uh, it was like a weekly mini series almost yeah like a fifth week event yeah some shit like and that, then yeah. I remember and then DC did one and the name escapes me right now Genesis yes yeah and that yes, dealt yes. a lot with the uh, new gods and it was boring to me I want yeah. I like DC's got the villains they got the mm-hmm. heroes that's what I want to see Dark Side great character and within apocalypse there are characters that i like uh granny goodness has always been kind of yeah. odd uh, ed eisner as granny goodness is yeah. always great um, mr miracle desad those pretty yep. cool i like Big him barda um barda orion i no idea what you're talking about <laughs> didn't think it's it good would... shit when we get to batman superman apocalypse mm-hmm. you find all about big barda all right but and uh orion's always theories. been one of my favorite characters i it, do like him He's he's the one that was in this, right? Yeah, yes. he was the one marrying Wonder Woman. I'm more of a Miss Miracle fan, but yeah, but he he's good though. I mean, now Orion is Darkseid's son. Technically, Orion is the son of 
High Dark Father. Si- no, 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 you're right. I thought know. it was Dark Side. Dark Side they, they switched them because yes. Um, I just for some reason read this recently, and I don't even know what in. Maybe it might be Injustice League, uh-huh. but Darkseid had a son, mm-hmm. High Father of Apocalypse, yeah. High Father of New Genesis, which yep. are the new gods, had a son mm-hmm. in order to form a truce. Because they were warring for centuries, the longest war in the history of wars. They traded, uh, they traded children. Um, yep. Was it Orion that... De- um, yeah, it was. Orion was a new god, and Calabax was a... No, no, no. It was Orion. Well, Calabac is also Dark Side's son, but the two sons in question were Scott Free, Mr. Miracle, and That's Orion. Right. So, so, yes, Orion was Dark, Dark Side's son. And who's the other one? Orion. No, oh, <laughs> Scott Free, sorry. And what was his name? Mr. Miracle. Mr. Miracle yep. was High Fathers. They swapped. And both sons in, ended up hating Dark Side. <laughs> I'm getting fucking confused just talking about this right now. Jack was, Kirby. I feel King bad for all you guys listening. <laughs> was Wonder Woman High Father's daughter in this one? N- no. Granddaughter. No. Well, granddaughter. That yes. Yeah, so and that okay. is that is canon because uh, it is. She's a character called Becca. If you watch the um, making of that, they, mm-hmm. they actually talked about it. She's a very little known character. Who was married to Orion in okay. the books as well. Okay, so this wasn't actually Diana. No, that, no now no. that you mention it, yeah, I remember they're calling no, her Becca. Yeah. I remember her name was Becca, and, and, and she was like, Becca in the books yeah. too. So, so re- really, in this one, they took and Kal El Superman was the only one that was that same person, the same, and, and he kind of was because he had different he DNA. He wasn't yeah. Kal El. He was. I mean, they refer to him as Zod's son. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. Like Nod's godson, Zod's son. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> wow. So anyways, you didn't like it, Randy, well, huh? <laughs> After all that, um, no. It, I mean, I watched it. It was fine for what it was, but honestly, it, like, no, I wasn't a big fan. Nothing to write home about. Nothing to write home about. I'll tell you what. I one thing I did like about this. I like the done-in-one format, um... DC was it though? Because that ending was kind of an open ending, like because as of right now, since there's only one of them, it's done in one. They haven't announced True. any other one, but DC's kind of started almost like a continuity of their recent movies. Um, they have Batman and Son and Batman. Sorry, Batman v Robin, <laughs> um, and then just Justice League has had uh, yeah War and Throne they, of Atlantis. So okay, Gods and Monsters Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> When um, James Tucker took over from Bruce Timm on the DC animated films, he had the bright idea, I, I say bright very sarcastically, that they should have two <laughs> series of continuity and then have a third one that's outside of continuity. So the, there's the JLA series, and then there's the Batman. Which some, the Justice League ones are mm-hmm. essentially taking place from the New 52 right. universe. Right. And then Luke's there's adaptations. Right. And then every year there's gonna be the one that's not tied to any continuity. Like last year we had the Batman Assault on Arkham, which was a very good one. Mm-hmm. Which so, yeah. is a Suicide Squad cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which might looks to be the same exact plot of the live action <laughs> Suicide Squad movie as well. Um yeah, I mean so I'm I'm more so in the Randy camp. It was decent initially. I was I hated it, so I had mm-hmm. to stop maybe twenty minutes into the um, Kurt <laughs> flashback because I was so fucking bored. Um, but I came back into it, and then it, it got a little bit better. Um, it felt like it lasted a long time. Yeah, it was it like was five short, hours, right? Was it like five and a half hours? It was an hour and fifteen minutes. Really, with credits. 
time you could have fooled me. <laughs> that flashback lasted at least an hour. <laughs> at least an hour, easily. The flashback had flashbacks. <laughs> Gonna go back before. <laughs> it was like Inception of flashbacks. You know, I will agree, I will go back and agree with you when we were talking about the uh, art style. Mm-hmm. With these, I enjoy seeing different interpretations of the art. Um, I do too. When the DC thing. yeah, when the DC animated uh, movies first started, they actually tried to incorporate because yep. they a lot of them are adaptations of previous storylines, but they try to and uh, take that artist uh, yeah. feel or look to the from the books uh-huh. and incorporate that into the artwork of the cartoon. Um, I do miss that a little bit because it doesn't seem like we're getting it. It seems almost a little bit lazy lately. Yeah, I don't enjoy name. the uh, Batman series of movies artwork i don't know it's the same as the jla and which is kind of like manga-esque well i guess it'd be anime-esque. I, I would say they're mm-hmm. manga- now are the batman ones in justice league yes the same universe as yes, well they're they just are. broke the batman ones off to their own yes yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah i would say that i'm more so in the randy camp i i'm a big fan of of those movies though because i think marvel should be do the same thing, but they obviously don't. They used to. They used to, and they all suck. Um, well, Disney's got the more focus on the TV shows now, yep. yeah. which also sucked. They uh, had the they had Ultimates one or, or two. One was, was alright. Was it Ultimates or did, was they called Avengers? I didn't call it Ultimate Avengers. I know it was based strictly on the Ultimate storyline. Yeah, but they sucked. Well, the first one was the first one was decent. The second one sucked. With that, that uh, had the Black Panther. Yeah, I never watched the second. That, one. that one sucked. They had they Doctor had Strange. Sucked. They had uh, Thor, that, Asgardian, something like that. That sucked. They had Wolverine versus which Th- that was, was the best one. Too many ones. I did watch Next Event. I remember Next Avengers. That also sucked. I didn't mind that one. I hated it. It was kiddish. I mean, it looked like a was, Saturday morning kiddish. cartoon. Yeah. And I want to say there was another one. I feel like there was Iron Man. Iron Man did. Iron one. Man was decent. Iron Man. So Iron Man it was decent to me, and then I think that the. Was it Wolverine versus or Deadpool? Yeah, Wolverine versus. That was also pretty. It was versus Hulk and, and versus uh, Thor. Thor, yes, yes. Um, I think that those were pretty good. The art style in all of those movies sucked. Yeah, but I, I would like this. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. But they're back now. But they're they come out very few and far between. The last one they had was Avengers Confidential with De- with uh, Punisher and Black Widow. But they're really going manga with. It's them. definitely it's made by like it's made by yeah. an anime studio. Yeah, they're and, definitely going manga style. With yeah, that. then they had always like two characters, like obscure characters. Yeah, too. didn't they have a uh, Black Widow Punisher one? That's what I just said. That's what I literally just said. And then they had the uh, one. Get off your phone, Brian. <laughs> and then they had um, the Iron Man one. It was Iron Man and Rhodey. It was kind of a, a sequel to Iron Man one because it had Stain's son. It was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two most most recent ones. But I you t- think I own that one. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. But it, but it's it's done in that anime style. It's though. definitely straight yeah. anime, not it anime like inspired. The, it no, is an anime. It's like the go between between Iron Man and Iron Man Two. Right. I think I when I bought Iron Man, it was packaged with it. Oh really? Okay, interesting. Back, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the other thing that Marvel's doing that I can't stand, I hate them personally, is they mm-hmm. do those. I don't even know how to what to call them. Um, motion comics. They haven't done nothing in years, though, have they? I think they're still putting them out. Really? Cause I know they did them for the Astonishing X-Men runs. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah, it's an actual right. DVD, but yes. they 
Oh. Put movement to the... Yeah. It's lifted off the the page, the comic. Yeah, I own... They voice them. Probably and, for iPads. Yeah, I own the Inhumans one. It's actually decent. Is it? It's decent. It, not mad. It's literally someone reading a comic book that you're paying money for that but, you more than no, likely own. That was Watchmen when it had the same guy read everyone's voice. It was a dude like, <laughs> oh, I'm Silk Spectre. Oh, I love you, Dr. Manhattan. Being like, I love you too, in the same voice. Now, Hello, your blue duke. <laughs> but now on, on the current ones, they at least have decent voice casting, voice acting in there. But it is ultimately squiggly panels from the book. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's pretty much it on that. Yeah, so, so this I, would be what our normal, essentially what our normal mini episodes would be. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue this episode right after we tell you how many drunk Iron Man's exactly, we exactly give this on um, a drunk Iron Man scale. So, Randy, on a drunk Iron Man scale, what do you give Justice Can't League Gods this. and four. Slash or Ooh, Monsters? I'm going to say four. Ooh, four four drunk. drunk Iron Mans for Randy. Four now, that, out of ten. Does that mean he's more ten. drunk or sober? I forget. The, the higher the um, drunk Iron Man is, the better. So it means how, how drunk he is because he loves being yeah. drunk. Okay. He loves being drunk. So he's, he's, so he's still, just catching a buzz right he's now. Just gotta, he's catching a buzz. He's drinking like some skunk beer or some, yeah. <laughs> some shit. Yeah. Uh, go four. Evan, how many wow. drunk Iron Man's do you give it? Um, because I like the darker take on heroes anyway. That's always been my thing. I would probably give it shit six and a half drunk Iron Man. Six and a half. Six and a half. Six and a half. Possible DUI drunk Iron Man. <laughs> Shouldn't be driving. No, <laughs> bus driving is drunk driving, guys. <laughs> and how about that? You, is Brian? a disclaimer. No one should be out drinking and driving ever. No. Ever. But doing cocaine and driving is fine. There's no balls against that. Off a hooker? Off a hooker's ass. Yep. (laughs) Um, How about you, Brian? How many drunk Iron Mans do you give it? I'm going to give it seven drunk Iron Mans for simple facts. That's low for you, I think. Wow. Yeah. I think that's low. Low? I didn't think it was great, but I went into such low expectations. Lowered expectations. And I'll say it beat what expectations I had. Uh Uh-huh. Um, out of curiosity, what is your favorite one out of? I mean, there's, I think they got to be up close to twenty of them now. Easily, um, I would. Ooh, that, that's a tough one. Um, we don't have to go in detail. I'm just curious what yeah, this year. I would say somewhere between Batman, Superman, Apocalypse. Because first time I, I watched it, I that hated was the it. second one, right? Public no, Enemies. No, that, yeah, yeah. Public Enemies was the first one mm-hmm. because because of the fight scene at the end, and then you thought it was over. Then they had another big ass colossal fight scene, and it had some great dark sides and great. Theories. It has a great apocalypse story. No, um, was that the last one that really kind of interpreted the art artist artwork? The that was Michael one, Turner. Yeah, but the last one was a uh, Superman for All Season, which might be my favorite. Not for uh, All Star. All Star Superman. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes, All Star. Uh, um, How about you? I would say probably Batman Under the Hood was Under the Hood. That was a good one too. You're right. Yeah, Under Under the Red Hood. I thought that was the comic, and then the movie. No, was just... the, the, the book was under the hood. The movie was under the red hood. Gotcha. Really? We won't go into much detail on them because these are going to be future yeah. podcasts for you. Randy, of the ones that you've seen, well, how many have you seen? Just, just this one. Just this one. Okay. All right. So, now I will say, I did make like... it better from here. I'll say that, Randy. I did like the first one that they ever did, the uh, Superman Doomsday. It was, it was a Ugh, loose out of fuck no. It's been. Well, I'm, I'm going to go back and say, oh, yeah, Mask of the Phantasm. 
That does technically count. How about... Masters of the Phantasm might be one of my favorite Batman movies. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Seas of the Batwomen? What the fuck was it? Uh, Curse of the Batwomen? Se- was it a secret? Or? I just bought it recently. Is you it? were with I me, I no think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I, I was. I bought it on Blu-ray. Um... Yeah, because I will say if if you haven't watched Mass of the Phantasm, because I remember it, seeing it when amazing. I was younger, fantastic. When yeah. I was saw it in, when I was younger in theaters, that's a dark movie. And it's really dark. And then you had no idea that the Beaumont lady was going to be the Phantasm. No, because it was a man. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> which I think she's we, a man, baby. Which I think we forgot about in her uh, intro today. They should get it by now. If they don't fuck them. <laughs> but um, that fuck them is not to any of our fans. <laughs> Batman Mask of the Phantasm was so good that Siskel and Ebert actually reviewed it on the show. They didn't really, really review that many cartoon movies. At all. Now, do you know yeah. uh, Mask of the Phantasm was originally supposed to be direct to DVD? Yeah. That yeah. was uh, They got a theatrical release, I think, right at the uh, last very minute. Small. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it only lasted $6 million, I think it made. It didn't make yeah. much money in the theaters. No. Did I we did, get it around here? I went and I saw it. it. Seriously. Yeah. I want to say it was. We got it. I, was I that ninety? It, it was an early, like maybe VHS. ninety-three, ninety-four. <laughs> I want to say it was close to Batman Returns. That was ninety-two. I think it was. Mm, yeah. I don't check, think so because I think the, 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 the animated series came out ninety-two. The animated series started same in same year as Batman Returns. Yep. So Phantasm yep. had to be after that, probably between probably Returns, between Returns and, and Forever. And forever. And then there was the. The freeze one that came yep. out between Sub Zero and I just got that one Batman recently too. You ordered it off yeah, the Amazons for me. Off the Amazons, which was kind of, it was pretty good. I mean, yeah, I don't. It wasn't as good as Phantasm. No, no. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Yep, yep. Because of, I was because I I got mine in like a, a DVD combo pack of Phantasm and Sub Zero, and then I bought I think it was Curse of the Batwoman all by itself. Never I think I got it in media play. As a matter of fact. December 25th. It came out on Christmas Day of 1993. It, wow. it had a lot of... Yeah, that makes sense. Batman loved that Beaumont lady. He loved it. He did. Did they ever bring that... They brought that character back at one point in time, did they? In the cartoons, yes. I don't think she's ever been in the it's, book. Yeah, they never... No. Oh, but, they made a continuation. I think they made a um, comic, comic book uh, Mask of the Phantasm sequel. Really? Really. I don't think, I think it was... I reading that, um, I'm pretty sure I have. If I remember correctly, Batman the Animated Series had its own comic run. Okay, right, right, And I right, think right. they made it as an annual. She didn't hmm. die in that? No. I don't remember. This is comic book lore, Randy. Uh, Anyone can come back. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker struck Robin with a crowbar, blew him up in the, with dynamite. That's yeah, very I true. I said, didn't Joker die in that one, too? <laughs> in Master uh, of the Joker's Engine? never dies. And, and Matt, I think he uh, did who, die who in Master of the Jet Engine? Was that him? But... Did they find a body? No body, do. no death. They never do. That's the rule. Um, but I would say, well, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think it tied into. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, but they also tied in the phantasm in the in the cartoon continuity with the end of Batman. Well, with the end of Justice you know League what Unlimited. The, do you know what the uh, basis of Batman Masters of the Phantasm is from? Batman, uh, the year two storyline with the Reaper. Oh, really? Okay, that makes sense. But that's why it was kind of not quite the origin story. He was just getting around to starting the mm-hmm. career as a vigilante. I don't even think he was Batman when they did the flashbacks. No, he mm-hmm. wasn't. He was. Uh, he, he he was putting on putting on like random costumes, trying to figure it out. But in in the last episode of Justice League Unlimited season one, I believe they had an episode that tied together 
Batman, the animated series, Master of Phantasm, Superman, Batman Beyond, and the Justice League. In one episode, it tied everything together. I've heard about this episode. I've never it's watched it. One yet. of the best and one of the best TV shows I've ever seen in my life. See, I own all the uh, Bruce Tim animated. I have the mm-hmm. animated series, the complete collection. I have Superman, the complete collection, mm-hmm. Batman Beyond, Justice League, and Justice League Unlimited. I've never gotten through the Justice League's the uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Out, dude. The Justice League Unlimited was one of probably one of the best seasons of television I've ever seen, live action or what. It really? doesn't matter. Yes, it's, it's the best thing that Bruce Tim has ever done in his career. And that Batman, that Batman Beyond episode, they tie it all together in a neat bow in one episode. Really? And at the time when I saw it, I wasn't watching the cartoon. I just happened upon that episode. Like, mm-hmm. what is like? Is that is that Terry McGinnis? But this art style is newer, and I watched it like this shit fucking blows my mind. It's, so I should go home tonight and yes, watch the watch final just episode that of Justice League Just that one. Just watch it. Just that one. I'm telling you, dude, it ties everything. It had Dr. Emil Hamilton was in it. The Mask of the Phantasm, <laughs> Amanda Waller. Um, Doomsday? Fuck. Not Doomsday. Joker? Yes. The Royal Flush Gang. The character from Batman Beyond. It ties everything together. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'm telling you, go home and watch that shit immediately. Right. I have it on... I think I have it on DVD, and I know it's on the Netflix right now. It is, yep, definitely. Watch that shit, All right, man. I will go home tonight and watch this. We will have a little uh, chat back next time. Uh... That, that, that one episode could be a mini-episode. There's so many fucking layers <laughs> to that shit. Really? I cannot give... That's probably my... I cannot give that any... I give that 10, 11 and a half drunk Iron Man's how good that one episode is of tying everything together. Everything. All right, I'm going to go Damn. home and watch it. It's crazy, I'm telling you. No no hyperbole at all. I'm being, being dead serious... Pre- Watch it. I'm just. That's all I can say. Watch it. I, I said a lot more, obviously. Well, <laughs> what a perfect segue to move from uh, high expectations of something I've never seen to low expectations of something I've never seen. What we could are you gonna be talking s- about. We are going to start a new kind of a. I don't know if we want to say it's a segment, but we're going to start a new thing called our pre-screening reviews. <laughs> Where we just the movies before we actually watch the movies. And the only reason we're doing this one is because I don't think there's a shot in hell I'm going to be able to get Evan to watch the new Josh Trank Fantastic Four. No. We're reviewing it before it's even out. There isn't. Fantastic Flop, as somebody (laughs) calls it. It's an oxymoron. (laughs) Um, Could it be any more of a Fantastic Flop than Fantastic Four number two? So, uh, uh, I don't know. From what I've heard, it, it is. But is I mean okay now. So everyone knows, as of the recording, this the movie, the new Fantastic Four just came into theaters today. Yes, you'll probably be hearing this episode a week or so after the uh, something like that. Who knows? Yeah. It could be next year. Yeah. It's up to us. Whenever we feel like fucking putting this out exactly. is when you'll hear it. Um, but the movie just came out today to less than favorable reviews. See, but that doesn't translate the box office, though. I mean, it probably is a shitty movie. I don't want to see it, but that doesn't translate the box office. It's only trending for, I think, $45 million opening. How do they even get those numbers? Mm. <laughs> I've never understood how they got those numbers. It's like has something to do with how many times the trailer's viewed. and Ah, okay, okay. Pre-ticket sales. Oh, yeah. I don't Dangle. know. That's the same thing as how do they predict the... Uh, how much a movie's going to make on a Saturday when it hasn't even gotten to the Sunday. Yeah, I've never un- understood any of that shit. Cause that, that's just 
pr- it's pretty new sh- like stats, right? Because it wasn't like back when we were kids. It's like, oh, it's gonna make this much mo- this much money before it came out, was it? Oh, if it was, we weren't paying attention to it. Yeah, good point. Because I was internet. Yeah, I was a nerdy kid. I definitely was. I mean, I will say I know back. This got to be dating close to ten years when uh, Entourage was still on. Watching mm-hmm. that, I mean, they were. Uh, Aquaman. Yeah, Vincent Chase was playing a character called Aqu- or playing Aquaman in the movie, and there was a whole episode they were predicting how much the movie was supposed oh, to be really? making that uh, week- opening weekend. They're going after Spider Man at the time. <laughs> so, uh, Evan, you are not looking forward to this no, one, not at all. And why is that? How much time you got? Well, you got yourself a nice, fantastic four uh, shirt on right now. <laughs> it's called irony. <laughs> and we'll it's take a laundry. picture. <laughs> And we'll take a picture of the shirt and put it on our Twitter feed when this episode posts. But basically, I don't like that the fact that they're young. The Fantastic Four works as people who are middle-aged, not teenagers. I do agree with that. Um, they're going more of the ultimate route with this one, though, aren't they? Which didn't sell. Yeah, but which didn't sell that well. The only good thing that came out of, out of the ultimate FF was the Marvel Zombies universe. That's it. I do like the evil read, though. True, true, but that came after that book was already canceled. Basically, that came. Oh, like, well, yeah. that was uh, Ultimate Ultimatum. N- mm-hmm. No, Ultimate Nightmare wasn't. No, I think it was Ultimate. Ultimatum wasn't uh, that one. Ultimate Ultimatum was the Ultimate Wave that killed uh, everybody. Doom and Magneto, or something like that. Mm-hmm. I remember there was another trilogy of Ultimate books that yeah. you find out. I think it was Ultimate the, Doom or something like that. The Galactus trilogy, wasn't it? No, that was Ultimate Nightmare. Oh, okay. Any Who knows? Event, yeah. Um, Couldn't have been that significant. Right. Um, I also don't like the... I hate how the thing looks. Thing looks too... St- he doesn't fit in that world that they're tra- that I've seen in, in the trailers. He, he looks out of place. Just as much as Doom does. Doom so a looks- big rock monster is supposed to look in place. His, his fucking nose is cartoony. He has like a fucking... I can't even describe... His nose... His I still think like the thing looks balls. better than the, the last two. I mean, but... That, like it's not that CGI. hard, but... There's much more CGI in this one, isn't there? Yeah. Well, here's a fucking phone. Which is a way to go with it, but I said this before, I'll say it again, I think that, that Roger Corman got the thing right. With the and unibrow? Then, yeah. <laughs> the thing has a unibrow! He does. <laughs> now, when he first started, I will say, uh, where was I just reading this? Josh Trank specifically said he didn't put the unibrow in because when Fantastic Four first started, the thing didn't have the unibrow. But he was also like a, a, a pile of mud then, basically, too. So, like, that little tidbit has no credence. Because when the thing first came out, he was a pile of, like, lumpy rock anyway. Mm-hmm. He's not lumpy rock in this. He has actual rocks. What about that uh, crash test dummy they're fighting? <laughs> and Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is not a hard <laughs> character to get right. Oh, it's he, a character he, they've never gotten right. Which I don't get. He, he's the coolest villain ever, probably. He's one in the top three of that, any universe. That's the trouble. I mean, there's such there's expectation for Dr. Doom that... I don't know. I don't know if the movie can do it justice. But, see, now, if, if they were of age and not teenagers, Dr. Doom would work better. Because if you're a That's young true. punk kid, you can't be Dr. Doom and be imposing. And be, I wouldn't give a fuck about some punk kids. But essentially Dr. what people want to see, they want to see that emperor. They want to see... Exactly. They don't exactly. want to see how, oh, hey, I'm turning into metal. Or, hey, I got some fucked up face I, with he eyes looks that look... like... I don't need to see an origin for the Fantastic Four. Yes. I, I want to see Doom is putting that Doom. mask on, though. Dr. Doom looks like the Joker's girlfriend from Batman 1. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the mask. Pull that mask off. <laughs> he looks like her. <laughs> a I mean, work of art. <laughs> oh man, I mean, oh, I mean. Do you think there's any chance you could eat crow on your statements of this movie? As we've seen in the past, I have eaten crow a lot on this show and is is it possible yes but the thing is we're never going to find out because <laughs> i'm never going to see it i'm going to go ahead and say dude the recent reviews there's no not a shot in fucking hell no. you will no i have never seen a movie get slammed so poorly that i can recall maybe with the exception of geely geely uh maybe which wasn't the, a bad movie really maybe <laughs> the spirit you like that fucking movie. I, I, I saw I the spirit. That. You love the spirit. I saw the spirit in theater three times. Was that bad reviews, yeah. though? At yes. least they had comparisons to Sin City at the time. Yeah, but it had terrible reviews. Did it? Was it terrible. spirit after Sin City? Yeah. yeah. Really? I thought it was before. Yep. I think not the one with Alec Baldwin, is it? Hmm? That's not the one with Alec Baldwin. No. Oh, no, you're thinking the spirit. The shadow. I'm sorry, you're thinking the shadow. The shadow knows. Yeah. I had the I'm shadow. I've never figure. tried doing that. I did too. With the it, guns, and he went like this. No, no, I had one where it was Alec Ball one, and his head pops down. You put the shadow on top of him. I had the one he had the hat. On, <laughs> he had the hat on, and you could shine light, and his eyes lit up. And then you pressed a button on his back, and his two hands swung up with the guns. Well, we have to do a <laughs> '90s action movie episode, so we can talk about the shadow. Uh, Sam Raimi's Dark Man. Dark Man. Never seen it. Dark. What? Nope. Dark Man 1 is good. Yeah. Well, sequels? The, yeah, yeah, it was like three. Yeah, there were yeah. three sequels. One had Liam Neeson as Dark Man. Yep. I think when it came out with the title, I thought it was a horror movie. And See, when I was a, a lot of people made a mistake. When I was a youngin', I wasn't a fan of the horror. See, it had man in it, so I was like, oh, this, probably, this has to be a superhero, like Superman or Spider-Man. So I thought it was a superhero. And it was Sam Raimi's attempt at doing an original superhero. Yep. What's it about? A man who who's in the dark. No, no, it's about a guy, I think he was a doctor, and some mobsters were trying to kill him and his girlfriend for some kind of yeah. 90s reason, and they burn up the home that him and his yeah. girlfriend shared, and he, and he got burnt up yeah, in did, the home. Yeah, did they have him tied up? Yes, yes, they had him tied up in a I chair, I remember the thing with that stupid, was this the, like, the chicken thing that goes in the yes, water? Yes, 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 yes. So then he, um, as a burnt up man, he, he seeks his revenge on these guys who killed him and will try to kill him and murder his girlfriend. And he becomes Dark Man. Sounds like the crow or spawn. Yes, like, kind it of. sounds like any 90s action movie. His face was, he had his face like all bandaged up yes. and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like spawn. The, or the invisible man. Or, yeah. um, what was... But he, he wasn't raised from hell. He was right. Just, he was just a guy. He just got burnt to hell. Yeah. It, it was it was good as a child. I haven't seen it as an adult, I but as a child, it, it was pretty time. good. I'll have to check it out. Is, 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 I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm surprised I am you probably have it in your collection. Somewhere. No, <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Sam Raimi's Dark Man. Um, yeah. So, how many pre-drunks uh, Iron Man's are you negative five and a half drunk Iron Man? So what I give it. <laughs> So he's just sitting there with a cigarette in the hand, waiting. He feening. He's feening. He he's an AA. <laughs> <laughs> he's on his he's, sixth he's, step. He's giving up. He's, he's giving, giving up. up drinking. He's giving up. That's he's like Fantastic Four. I'm done drinking. <laughs> this this is divine intervention. My I've hit rock rock bottom. He's got his coin. So essentially, <laughs> you don't give it a fantastic fuck. 
I don't give it two fantastic fucks. How about you, Randy? How many drug Ironmans do you give it? Having not seen it. Having not seen it, I'm, g- I'm going to give it zero drug <laughs> Zero Iron drug Ironmans. Better to me. <laughs> How about you, Brian? I'll give it one. Ooh, one. I am going to see it. My anticipation right now is to see it uh, possibly tomorrow. Is that in 3D? I'm not going to pay for 3D. I'm just wondering, because I think it's so bad that Fox, you know what, we we don't want to pay for the extra cameras. Did you see, uh, though, um, remember how probably a month ago you had Brian Singer and everyone from Fox like, oh, we got this great idea for a shared universe with uh, X-Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, no. Please don't do that. No, 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 <laughs> those are separate. <laughs> There's no mutants in the Fantastic Four world. And... God, let me tell you, there's no Fantastic Four in the mutant world. <laughs> I mean, but he, he, here's the thing, though. So, Fox apparently did their own editing of, of the movie, in, which is why Josh Trank is so upset about it. I said, didn't he do a Twitter rant on Yeah. It? Last night it got taken down immediately, I know that mm-hmm. much. The Twitter, but, the Twitter rant did? Yeah. yeah. I think it was just one Twitter. One, but it one was tweet. One tweet. Tweet? Tweet. And oh, it was tweet. taken down uh, pretty much immediately. But, but that's not to say it wasn't screenshotted right. for the world to see. But if Fox is behind these movies, why would they make the Fantastic Four so bad? Is Fox kind of in collusion with Marvel, Dizzy, maybe? So, <laughs> I don't get why Fox would make it a piece of shit. Why even do somewhere, it? Somewhere, this is someone's favorite movie. And yeah. it's probably a Fox executive. It has to be, because it makes no sense why Fox would, would greenlight a reboot of a, a sinking franchise and just sabotage it again. I'll tell you what keep, this does bode uh, well for. To keep the rights to it. Yeah, that's true. I'll tell you what this bodes well for. Marvel. Yes. And Disney. <laughs> I mean, do well, you they're re- not. They, I don't, I don't see think a, they want it back at this point anyway. <laughs> I don't see book. a sequel coming from this one. Could be wrong. Yeah. Um, Could be another reboot by the time the the license right. is up again. Just if Fox, when they sell it to Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> if Fox was smart at this point, if Fox was smart at this point in time. They would come up with an agreement similar to Sony did yeah, with uh, Spider-Man. That's the only thing. Only thing I think that could save this franchise. But but then it's like you said. At that point in time, we don't need to see if Solo Fantastic Four establish them in the. You, I, how do you really incorporate them? Though? Someone had a very interesting theory. Kind of do, and then whoever it is, it was a podcaster for sure. And I'm sorry that I don't recall your name and or the show that this came that this was spoken about on. But they said, do, do um, I think it might have been Derek Coward from the Comic Book Noise podcast. If so, I think it is. Um, but do it like Captain America. Have it to where um, the Fantastic Four were stuck in the end zone since the 1960s. Then have them come back to present day. Because that way, they, they can still be the way they've always been the best. Lost in the 60s. Because the Fantastic Four work, work, works best in the 60s time frame. So have it that they were in like the end zone since the 1960s. And there's somehow Iron Man found some kind of wormhole and brought them back to the present day. So they're stuck in the 60s and they have the out of time shit just like Captain America. So think about how they work with Sue Storm. Being that she's a woman and she has a 60s theme to herself. I think how it works with Reed being like a like kind of like a male chauvinist. So I think that's if it did it that way. I think it could work. Have yeah, them as it, it's a way that you could kind of incorporate the origin. No origin without, story that way. Exactly. With, it's a way you could do the origin without doing the origin. Exactly. Essentially. Exactly. Start at mid origin, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. That would be actually a really good concept. Yeah. I mean, good way. At what point do you also have to ask yourself? 
when does the Marvel Cinematic Universe get too big? Very good point. Yep. And that's the risk they've always run. Because realistically, if you think about it, we're only two fr- two franchises uh, that they've started out of the main characters, and that's Guardians of the Galaxy yep. and the recent Ant-Man. Yes. Other than that, what we have is just a built-on with Iron Man, Captain mm-hmm. America, Thor, right. one solo Hulk movie in the Avengers. But Phase 3 is about more so the uh, second-tier characters anyhow, like Doctor Strange, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, uh, things like that. So I think with the Phase 3, they're trying to make... Trying to broaden out the entire the uh, their cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. You know, going along the lines of what you said about um, bringing the fant- the possibility of bringing the Fantastic Four in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the three main ones they have: Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. I mean, their contracts are running up. They ha- Marvel's got to start thinking here. We need reputable we names. Need Great Lake Avengers. I don't see that happening. <laughs> that like, is actually a thing, Randy. Is it really? Yeah, the Great Lake Avengers. I mean, it's time Holy will tell. Crap. Still, the I know Squirrel Girl. Ant Man did uh, well, <laughs> but do we think Ant Man's done well enough to warrant a sequel? Yeah, I mean, Ant Man did uh, Captain America one numbers. Did it? Yeah. So we'll give a sequel. It'll be a political thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shrink now, and I'm gonna still. <laughs> I'm going to set the emancipation proper elections. you say, it's going to be like National Treasure. That, that's not a bad idea, though. <laughs> I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea at all. <laughs> I say I say that we write that treatment. Done. Um, probably Scriptment. have your idea. Descriptment. <laughs> well, they got the fucking kids from uh, that wrote the new Vacation movies writing the so- solo Spider-Man movie. Oh, fuck. Sweets from Bones. Well, with the ten-year-old uh, Peter Parker mm-hmm. and twenty-five-year-old Aunt May, <laughs> it's, like, it's the kid from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, he's the one writing it. Yeah. Uh, John Francis Daly. Yeah. Wait, he was a star of Freaks and or Geeks. Yeah, he was one a little kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's wrote a couple. He did the. Food he's still right now. Yeah, he was on uh, Bones. That yeah. TV show. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah, he left that show to. To do directing writing. and screen, I did not know that. Yeah, he wrote the first Horrible Bosses, which was decent. Yeah. yeah. And then Vacation. The one I did not know out. that, huh? Yeah. The kids were freaks and or geeks. Yep. Great TV That show. show was having a lot of fucking success later on. That's where, uh, That's fucking... Where Seth Rogen. Seth yeah. Rogen, Seth uh, Rogen, James Franco. Yep, 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 yep. And then it moved oh, Kevin out Hart was in that, too, wasn't it? No, no, no. Uh, he, Jason Segal. Yep. Jason Segal was. Yep. Kevin Hart was in Undeclared, I believe. Which was the, the same... Was Judd Apatow, the... Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Same yep. creator, yep. which... Undeclared's a really good show, too. Yeah, I keep is. hearing that, too, it's yeah. It's a great show. The guy from Sons of Anarchy was in that one. Yep. Charlie uh, yep. Hunt. Yep, 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 yep. Also, he was in Queer as Folk in the UK. You guys know that? Really? I did not know That's that. That's how you got to start, Yeah. The, the, the guy who's who's the uh, epitome of masculinity in Sons of Anarchy played a little queer kid. I found it out on an interview. I thought that's interesting. That's it. He bit. played the foreign kid in Undeclared. Did he? The British kid. I'm British. Oh, I'm a freak. And I'm, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm and I'm and I'm undeclared. <laughs> What's my magic gonna be, eh? And now it's time for fiction-based facts with Brian. I'm sorry, fiction-based whatever-the-fucks, with Brian. And 
And now we're going on, moving on to our segment of fiction-based facts. Fiction-based whatever the fuck. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for that intro. No problem, bro. That was the first time I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like kids booing and cheering. Alright, so moving on to this week's headlines that we pulled from the interwebs. Um, you know, we'll go over some of the ca- recent casting that I um, found first and foremost. And I apologize, I am going to probably completely fuck up some of these names. Drink! What? <laughs> There's a podcast drinking game that if you mispronounce someone's name, you have to take a drink. It's true. Really? Mm-hmm. People play Tars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, first one, uh, CW has cast Wally West in The Flash. Have you heard about this yet? Yes. Um. Have you heard about this? It is a <laughs> actor by the name of Kainan Lonsdale? Drink! <laughs> Motherfucker, how the fuck do you pronounce it? I don't fucking know. Kanye Drysdale? <laughs> Kainan. Hey, Kanye! Um... So this is actually the second Flash, or the third Flash, if you're not, not counting Barry Allen, that they've incorporated. The second new one that's going to be added into the new season. Oh, because that... They've already announced that Jay Garrick's going yeah. to be one of the season regulars. I don't know how much uh, Wally West is going to fit into it. He is of the... African-American persuasion, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that, Evan. Yeah. Um, I mean, but... And his name is Wally? Yeah. Wallace is his real name. Wallace West. Isn't it Walter? Maybe think, Wallace now. I think it depends on who wrote who, who writes it. Is it any relation to Kanye? <laughs> you never know because because uh, basically in the show Iris West is obviously black. In the in the books she's always an uh, Anglo-Saxon. So she's she, black though in the New Fifty Two. No, she's not. Wally is not Iris. Cause, Are you sure? Yeah. I read the flash every single month. Uh, so, hey. Zoom. I wish you everyone could have seen Evan's face right there. <laughs> no, okay, so, in the books... <laughs> he was, like, shocked and appalled. How the dare second you? That I, ar- that I argued about the race of Iris How dare you? I know what I read. My if you could have someone's jaw drop. <laughs> okay, so... The West family in the in the books have three siblings: Iris, uh, her brother Danny, I want to say, and their sister. Their sister had a child with a black man who was a criminal, obviously, and that's why Wally West Go is black. Figure. He's half black in the books now. That's why, because the, their siblings. Had a baby with a. So DC just couldn't go all black with them. They had to had to be half. But his dad was a criminal. Is he a ginger-haired black? No, no, he he isn't like that uh, basketball player. No, Um, (laughs) Wally West used to be a ginger in the yeah comics, Randy. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Now, in the in the TV show continuity, Iris West is a African American, so Wally West has always been her nephew. So what happens is, I, I would imagine he 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 might even be Barry and, and Iris's kid from the future. We don't know yet. Well, we definitely find out because he looks like he's a little mulatto himself. Ah, uh, let's see. Now they have cast Vandal Savage in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Sweet, very good casting. Casper Crump, and I know I didn't pronounce that one right, wrong because it's pretty obvious. 
Never heard of the guy before, but looking at the pictures, I thought excellent casting for Randall Savage. Excellent casting. It's actually crumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Brian. Drink. (laughs) Vandal Savage has never been interesting in the books to me, but in in the cartoons, he's always been very interesting. So he's been very good in the cartoons. Yes. I think done right. I guess I don't even know any. Uh, He was the villain in that uh, Return of Bruce Wayne, wasn't he? I never read that piece of shit, so I couldn't tell you. I did see him. In, uh, I saw him in one Justice League movie. I can't remember yep. which one that he was. He was in Doom. Doom, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He was yeah. good in that because there was a whole group of villains. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Yep. I don't remember everything. He, he's also good. He's very good. And the JLA cartoon from two thousands, voiced by um, Jackie Childs from Seinfeld. Nice. He was also good in the Young Justice cartoon. So animation wise, he's never been done bad. Poorly mm-hmm. in the books. Jackie Childs mm-hmm. did Vandal Savage. He he does a lot of voice acting. Him and Phil Lamar do a lot of voice acting. Say Phil Lamar does lots of yeah. voice acting. They didn't tell you the coffee's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he he's Vandal Savage. Really? Yep. He also played Martian Manhunter in Small Village. You probably know. And, and I think he played. Never seen it. Really? Own it. I've never seen it. Oh. Do you never watch Smallville? I think I've watched the first five episodes of it numerous gotcha. times. Do you have every but season? I do. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I will get to it. <laughs> I got them after the fact. It's a tw- there are twenty two episodes or twenty four episode yep. seasons mm-hmm. apiece. That mm-hmm. is a big large investment. commitment. And, I will watch them. And I think he also played Martian Manhunter in the Batman cartoon. It isn't that much applauded, but I like a lot the Batman. I think he played the Martian Manhunter in that as well. And, the and that's Batman? the CG one. No, no, no. That's The Batman Strikes. The Batman was one that came on WB slash CW. I remember a couple of Oh, that was the weird that. drawing. Yep. Yep. Never seen it. It's good. To, it's different. It's a good, different interpretation of a younger Batman. Was that with the Batman or the Joker with the dreads? Yes. Yep. Yes. Voiced by the guy who does the Arby's ads now. Oh, this is Dick of Wendy's. Do you love it? That guy with the deep voice. I have no idea what, no you're, idea talking what you're talking about. He talks about brisket a lot. There's no brisket at Wendy's. That's yes, Arby's. There Arby's. I'm sorry, Arby's. Arby's. He's talking about the comparison to Wendy's. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. Arby's always compares themselves to other, like Subway and all uh-huh. that. Eat fresh. Look at yeah. their sandwiches. Did you hear about uh, Jared with the child porn from Subway? I did hear about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too surprised. I think him and the Verizon guy will make a great couple. <laughs> Can you hear me now? <laughs> Oh, but also... Did that guy get arrested, too? No. no. He no. has quit. Yeah, he just quit. Um, <laughs> Chris Hartwick from Nerdist, he voiced Green Arrow in the Batman cartoon. Did he? Yeah, because towards the end of it, they did Robin. Chris Hartwick of Singled Out fame? Yes. Because yes. towards the end of the Batman, they did and Robin. They had a whole season of him finding Robin that was amazing. Then did a Justice League arc as well. So it was Batman, Martian Manhunter, Green Arrow, The Flash... And maybe Superman, but it wasn't the full league. But they did it. They really did. Good. I remember they did have a Superman at one point in time. Did that, I saw. Yeah. They had, or I think they had an action figure or something. So yeah. I'm assuming they. It was really good, really underrated. But huh. yeah, but Vandal Savage. I mean, I'm not sure how he'll fit into the more serious world of well, of Arrow, but he he will fit in the Flash in his new show. Mm-hmm. I think. Interesting. Uh, last bit of casting news, and I. Sincerely apologize. I have no idea, but I believe it's Falk Hesh- Falk Heshnall. Hen- Henshnall. Fuck all y'all. 
has been cast as Hawkman. Um, I believe to premiere in a uh, Flash Arrow two-parter, which is going to segue into the DC Legends of Tomorrow. They're getting really comic booky with this shit now, man. Uh, you don't think they got a little more comic booky last year? Flash did, but like, I mean, Bring what? It to I, Arrow now? Yeah, Green Arrow this season. I guess and now that he's Green Arrow, he can be a little more. It's an all comic show. It's a spinoff. You get, you get your Black Arrow on there. <laughs> Black Arrow. Merlin. What? Oh, isn't he called the Black? No, in the books he was called what? Merlin. Yeah, yeah, just Merlin. Like Wasn't he had a, he cool a magician book in the book. Are they, are, they calling, are they calling Black Merlin? No, but he's called the Black Dark Arrow. Yeah, no, the Black. The Black, Archer. Ar- the Dark Archer, something like that. Yeah. Black Arrow. Black Arrow. Black Power Arrow. And I only say that because he wore an all-black outfit. <laughs> Not like Black Lightning or, or Black Vulcan. Or Black Panther. Or Black Panther. Black Power Ranger. Or, or Black Luke Cage. Or Black Iron Man. <laughs> War Machine? You are really stretching here. <laughs> or Black Night Trasher. Alright. I do have or a Black little... Falcon. Black Superman. In the interview, a guy called Anthony Mackie Black Falcon. It was so funny. <laughs> called him what? He called him Black Falcon. It's just Falcon. He was like, Black Falcon has always been, has always been one of my favorite characters. Like, it's not Black Falcon, just Falcon. Even better than that. <laughs> I'm sorry. If anyone hasn't heard <laughs> who the rumored first villain is of the uh, soon-to-be Netflix Luke Cage show. <laughs> I have heard about that. It's going to be Cornell Cottonmouth. <laughs> This racism is killing me inside. Evan, who is Cornell Cottonmouth? Um, I actually have read his first appearance. He was a pimp. He has a pimp hat and pimp striped pants. Is he like the pimp from uh, Trapped in the Closet? <laughs> yes, he's exactly like the pimp from Trapped. Isn't he the stuttering pimp? No, I don't think he does. No, I, I think he does. Yeah. He, and he has gold teeth that are sharp. That are very sharp. We will get. We will put sure. a picture of. Let's just get the guy that. Oh, what's the guy that used to follow Snoop Dogg around? Nate Dogg. No, there's a pimp the Don here. Magic. Don <laughs> Magic Wand. Yes. Don Magic Wand. He should That's be playing. Cottonmouth. And honestly, I, I don't know why that could be good casting. Yeah. He, he, You're welcome. Netflix. Get <laughs> Don, Don Magic Wand. The Archbishop. <laughs> He's a preacher. He loves the Lord. For anyone that doesn't and know, hosts. we will have a picture of Cotton. Cotton Cornell Cottonmouth on our Twitter feeds. Cleophus Cottonmouth. Oh my god, I read that one. I'm like, so they're going to (laughs) take their first prominent black Black character and they're going to make his villain Cottonmouth. Oh god. Marvel is not making any friends in the black community with that and their hip hop (laughs) variants that they won't hire any black artists to take a part of. Have you, you guys heard about can that? Can you blame Disney at this point? <laughs> right, because Disney... Disney hates minorities. Yeah. Disney oh, has... shit. Can they sue us? Disney loves everybody. But can they prove Disney it? Loves everybody. Can they prove that they don't hate minorities? They have, they they have, they have the one three black, black princesses. They have one black princess. Yeah. Who? Um, the frog princess. Well, princess is, is her in a fucking frog. They Say double, 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 double. No, Disney used to have the three crows. Huh? They had the three crows. Oh, my God. Yeah, they also had. Um, oh, what was the what's the show that's banned? Zippity Doodah. Um, Zippity Doodah. No, there was a song in the South. Zippity Doodah, Dave. <laughs> yeah, the 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 song Zippity Doo the Zippity Doodah. That's was, uh, the I, I don't know what cricket, you're isn't about. it? No, 
No, yes, it is. That's no, from it's Dumbo. Not. No, it's not. It's an old Zippity black guy. Zippity doo zippity day. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, it's uh, I can't remember his name. I know what you're talking about. But even Chappelle show did a yep a yep. skit on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they turn Raven Simone to a lesbian. Yep. From Oop. from that so Raven. Yeah, she's a lesbian. <laughs> that was Disney. They're they're did they quit her show after that? No, no, it, no, her show's it, been off for yeah. years. But they're trying to destroy black families. It's pretty evident. <laughs> Did they make Bill Cosby rape women? He's not dizzy. He's not dizzy, though. But they He's wholesome. He is wholesome. Ah. Yeah. But there's actually a pretty oh. big controversy right now that Marvel does not like hiring anyone of the African-American. But they tried. They, uh... Who did they try? Who did they, they, no, they tried. They, they actually tried. had someone that they... Action. <laughs> no, for Black Panther. Someone just turned it down. They said they... Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think she did some kind of slave movie or something. The Help? <laughs> I think it was The Help. Uh, <laughs> 12 Years movie. a Slave? <laughs> some slave movie. No, but... But, but it, no, they turned it down. It wasn't like Marvel didn't hire because him. Her. Her? Because her. she knew that Marvel likes to be very hands-on, and she likes, and she's a, 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 a artist filmmaker, meaning she likes to have her own vision. She knew that she had to compromise too much of what she wanted to do. Here's what I'd say for anyone. I mean, you have... Marvel is a multi-billion-dollar right. franchise. Yep, they Help are going to have their hands in that cookie jar. Yep, you know Ask you're going to Jack Kirby. You're going to get your name out there. <laughs> make the movie. Don't sit there and argue. Don't. I mean, who has it worked out for? Right. It didn't work out for Edgar Wright. It nope. didn't work out for the uh, um, Alan Taylor who did Thor: Dark World. It didn't work out for Kenneth. Uh, I think it's Brana. Brannon. Yeah. I heard he wants to come back though. Yeah, I, yeah, I, heard, I, have, I heard, heard they're too. trying to court him to come back because for, uh, Ragnarok. If you're if you're trying to be an artist filmmaker, didn't work out for John Favreau. Who? Well, yeah. he did too. I mean, he's still. Well, he did too, around. but that's when uh, Marvel really kind of stepped in and started saying, yeah. "You're gonna you're gonna start forming this movie to how we want it." Yep. Yeah. If you're an artist filmmaker, Marvel's not the place for you to be. If you can work well with a committee, Marvel can work for you. I think yeah. it's better than fucking Green Lantern with that big ass committee to ruin yeah. that film. I'll be honest with you. I think Marvel oh, yeah. figured out their footing with Civil War or not Civil War, um, Winter Soldier. Yep. Yes. You know, absolutely. Get some no namers in. Let's see what they can do. I mean, who would have fucking thought that taking Russo's. two ki- two guys that uh, do community community and other sitcoms yep. would turn out one of the the best written, best plotted uh, movie in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because I think Marvel has a whole. Marvel's got everything kind of plotted out where they want it to yep. go. Kevin Feige. Yeah, you can't really, you can't go into directing one of these movies and saying this is the movie I'm going to make. You I have know. to go in there and saying I'm going to make the movie you want me to. Exactly. It, it kind of worked for James Gunn though. I mean, for Guardians. Yes. I mean, there was tie-ins, but not as mu- much as needed to be with right. like Winter Soldier and True Iron Man Three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but um, Marvel's having a lot of controversy right now over that because they're doing these. They're doing. I think when they do their new Marvel, all new, all new, all different Marvel, doing like the hip hop covers, oh, and yeah. there's a lot of shit going around because they they didn't hire any blacks to draw any of these covers, and there's no one black working for Marvel right now at all. And editors, writers, um, and then the last, artists, anything like that. I mean, they made one. I mean, Zoe Saldana, Green, and, and that's movies. I know. But, but in, in the movies, books, but yeah, even, in the I books mean, especially. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's both. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then what I don't get about it is you call it Axel Alonso a racist, but he's a Mexican. He's a full blown Mexican. Is he? Yeah. Well, he can still be a racist. Well, I mean, you can be Mexican and still be racist. Yeah, I suppose, but I don't think he is. I think that maybe there might not be a lot of good black writers or artists out there. Just saying. 
And that could be the case. Evan has a black writer. Yeah. <laughs> Hire me, Marvel. I'm actually good. <laughs> he will be the voice of Cotton. Yeah. But Cornell Cottonmouth. I don't write any black characters, which is also racist. So, all right. So, one small <laughs> tangent on this. There's a lot of black writers and things like that on on Twitter are saying that... Black Twitter? Black Twitter, yes. Throwback. They're asking, why aren't there black writers writing like fucking Lando... Car- Lando, what's his name? Calrissian? Yeah. And which is the most racist shit in the world. So, you're saying that... A black writer should write black characters, so can a black writer write white characters? And can, I it's, think a black it's writer stupid. should write white characters. Dwayne, writer. What about Dwayne McDuffie? The well, late, he's dead, yeah. but, but he kind of got his uh, hands in a lot of the DC uh, toy yeah. box. Yeah, he did, but... He wrote Justice League for a while, didn't he? He did. And, and he, he had a lot to do with the cartoons. He, yeah, he, he did a lot in the cartoons. Static Shock? Yes, which no one cares a fuck about, really. But it's so stupid to say that, oh, if you have a black character, you should have a black team on it. That doesn't make any fucking sense. If you're a writer, you can write anything. Exactly. So that's the end of my rant. So Marvel and DC hired me. <laughs> uh, let's see. True, this is a fiction-based whatever the fuck just got real. <laughs> Shit just got real. Uh, Jessica Jones, the new Marvel Netflix series, Netflix has announced that will have a late 2015 release date. Hmm. Uh, haven't confirmed locked in the date yet, but I know it was rumored that it was going to go between that and first quarter of next year. Okay. And they have confirmed there will be Daredevil crossover. Oh, wow. Uh, let's nice. see. What I've heard so far is Rosario Dawson's character will be a recurring character in Jessica Jones. That's that's smart. That makes I sense. said from the get go. Yes, you um, have. That we should they should need to have one central character. Linchpin. Yeah, linchpin of sorts. That's going to be able to kind of go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now, the showrunners did finally come out and say that Rosario Dawson is not the night nurse. The Marvel would not let them use that character. So really? That's why it is a new character they invented. But essentially, like the Night Nurse. Does Marvel have big plans for the Night Nurse? Phase four. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> they made it sound like there's going to be more crossover as well. Whether mm-hmm. Charlie Cox might make an appearance as. Oh wait, wait, wait. So you aren't saying that he's going to be in it per se. You're saying there's going to be ties between the other show and that. Yes. I thought you're saying that he was going to be in the show. And it might be. I don't gotcha. know for sure. They didn't. They never really clarified. Gotcha. Uh, but they did say there are, will be a lot of uh, crossover references to Daredevil. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? We got a couple news articles for the upcoming Captain America Civil War. Okay. Um, the scenes with Spider-Man have been filmed, and I do not remember the character who's playing Peter Parker. Does it fucking matter? Um, there's the, been a lot of... He was only on... Is it an actor? <laughs> Peter Parker's the character, right? <laughs> Fuck you, bro. Um, but the actor who is playing Peter Parker was only on set for a day or so, so there was a lot of speculation that it was a, going to be a small cameo. Uh, I don't think the character is going to be a large gotcha. presence in it, but they did state that Just he's not going to be the one in the Spider-Man outfit. So the Peter Parker scenes were filmed in a couple days. That makes there sense. There have been yeah. some other stuff with Spider-Man. Sense. Uh... One last little Civil War bit of news. This is something I just found out yesterday, so Evan, I don't even think you know about this one. Um, This is a pretty big spoiler for Civil War, but they did announce one of the characters in it who will be dead. I think I didn't know. Do you? T'Chaka? Yes. Which makes perfect sense. That's basically a great way to segue into Black Panther. See... The Black Panther is a mantle that's passed down between all the kings of Wakanda. 
Okay. So the 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 Black Panther that we know is called T'Challa. His father was T'Chaka. Yep. So I think on the Avengers cartoon, from mm-hmm. the earlier one from the early two thousands, T'Chaka. Yep. Because that that's how his his storyline started off. It was his father fighting some other African warrior, and then he got and he fought him and he died. Was mm-hmm. T'Chaka? I I know T'Chaka was. Black Panther at one point in time, but were there ever comics no. with them? As no. it's always just well history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it wasn't like a Barry Allen Wally West. No. how they've had Never. two different flashes. Okay. No. Yeah, so of course that makes perfect sense to have it. Maybe like the end scene of Captain America three would be same thing as the uh, as the uh, Avengers cartoon. Have an end scene be um, basically talking dying and then. Well, they kind of started. I'm the Black now. I got the juice. And they kind of started segueing it with uh, you started <laughs> Wakanda getting Wakanda and uh, Age of Ultron. So, yeah, because the Hulk hates Africans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Hulk will not be in some They I just read they Mark Ruffalo was on set. They didn't yeah. confirm if he was filming or just there hanging out with his pals. Mm. Uh, moving on with Marvel, they are ru- they are in the writing process right now for the Spider-Man standalone movie. Rumor right now is Craven the Hunter is going to be the villain of this one. Interesting. Okay. Not the villain I would have thought, but uh, would definitely be interesting to see in the uh, cinematic universe. What's your thoughts on that? I like it because it's something different. You're not going yeah. back to Green Goblin again. Exactly, and it's not something that's heavy fucking CGI either. Yep. It can have, you have a good actor in there, it'd be visceral. So I, I like mm-hmm. it. And Craven is a character who's underrated, but he's one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. He was a character oh, I hated yeah. when I first... Really? My first... Well, I like him now. My mm-hmm. first... Uh, kind of... They're shooting! <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first uh, connection, I guess, with him was uh-huh. the 90s cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, he was good in that. Form on that. I, I guess I always look for the cut. I always like that. I just went back and watched the '90s cartoon again. Hulu does it hold yeah. up? Yeah, I watch it on your Hulu account. <laughs> it uh, it uh, holds I, up better than the X Men '90s yeah. cartoon. Oh, yeah, that doesn't hold up. I, at I all. went back and watched some of the, the. Just looked at some of the voice actors for it. I'm like, holy crap! I didn't know this person. Yeah, who played Greg Brady in the Brady mm-hmm. was uh, Peter Parker mm-hmm. and Spider Man and Spider Man. <laughs> um. But yeah, but um, I, I think Craven can be a good villain, even if it did the ultimate version of Craven the Hunter, who was basically like, um, what's that guy, the crocodile hunter guy whose daughter died. By Crikey! The... Yeah, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. His daughter didn't die. He died. Yeah, yeah, he died. Yeah, because the stingray is now doing the show. Oh yeah, this that's shit? what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, Bindi's She's hot. Is she a child? <laughs> no, she's, she's still young, dude. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> Steve Irwin's daughter. Speaking <laughs> to of, the Googles. Speaking of Jared. <laughs> speaking of Ryan. If she is young, I take back anything I said. Why have to edit that shit out? <laughs> Benny <laughs> Irwin, born 1998. <laughs> well, how old does that make her now? <laughs> right there. Is, I take back everything I said. I'm thinking of someone else. 17. <laughs> There's a different. There's an older one. There isn't. I take back everything I said. Then I apologize. She, she, was gonna, one, she was the one with the TV show. Now we're going to be doing some editing. <laughs> no, it keeps it real on, on TSB. It all stays in. No edits. The kid stays on the picture. <laughs> <laughs> a 
Okay, so I think it's that, it's on that note. <laughs> oh, we got more. We got more. Okay. <laughs> we Brian's, definitely. Brian's going to go deeper. Whoa. All right. Bad choice of words in red. Last bit of news. Uh, well, no, actually, two more. Kind of going over to the Fox side of things, away from uh, Marvel and Disney. Mm-hmm. Fox has closed, is starting to close in more on an X Men live action series. I read about this too, yeah. Now they I haven't read. announced what it. Mutant X told too. That's her. Oh, let me see. She's the one that's 17. Yeah, dude. she's 17. Is that even. This is Move On. This is the one, that's her. Just Move On. That's her. Just Move On. Quit digging deeper at this point. Right. Just get back to Fox and whatever the fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that is how you cu- you go ahead and try to catch a predator. <laughs> is that Chris Hansen? <laughs> we'll be back, guys. I think, I think Chris Hansen is there. <laughs> oh shit! That's recorded. <laughs> So going back, yeah. So the so, X Men TV show. So what if what have you heard they're doing? Mutant X Two, right? I thought it was Gen <laughs> X Two. You Gen X Two? I thought it was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> wasn't Gen X allowed to live yeah. TV show before? It, 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 was, it was supposed to be a TV show that right. didn't get uh, picked up. Picked up two hour yeah, movie. And it was horrible. Yes. Wasn't it, Jubilee uh, was supposed to be like the main... She was one of them. She, she was done pretty well besides the fact that she wasn't Asian. Yeah. But, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I remember I had some trading I think it was like 94, it. wasn't it? Like 97. Yeah, it came 90, out, and the, the book came 90s. out in like 94, so it was, it was like 97. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there really hasn't been any other information. Uh, I think they're just trying to kind of get in on... Marvel's uh, right coattails but, with uh, I mean Shield and the Netflix series. It can't be the mainstay X Men. It has to be either some kind of team like maybe Excalibur or X Force or, or the New Mutants. It can't be like the X Men. What if they made Gambit the TV show? Yeah, like the I mean, Renegade. Yeah, I mean, do we really need a movie for Gambit? I think no. it was almost something that would work better. I mean, you don't have a whole lot of the special effects. You just got to right. get the... Um, First you charge the car petit, and then you blow it up. <laughs> Did you just watch the 90s cartoon? I, I love that line, dude. <laughs> that was my favorite line. Was that the one in the first episode? Yeah, and then he said, Everyone can relax, Gambit has returned. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, so there is no information on what it is, but it does look like it is coming to fruition that we will have an X-Men live TV show sometime here in the next year or so. Fox is so desperate to have a franchise with the, with, with their own Universe. characters. Like, just give it up. Deadpool might work. Gambit, I don't think that's going to work. X-Men movies, keep doing those because those are getting better now. But it, X-Men isn't a franchise I think that they can make work. We'll see. We'll but. see. Um, the last week or so, there has been... T- Channing Tatum has left Gambit only to come back. He is officially signed on for Gambit. I believe October is the start date for filming. Really? 
Uh, so they, they have are, a script and everything already? Uh, they have a script. Wow. I know they are uh, doing casting for the leading lady, Belladonna. Belladonna. No idea who it is. Who Belladonna is? Yeah. She, she was like his wife, and he was married to her before he actually joined the X-Men. She was the leader. Well, it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Her family was the Assassin's Guild, and his family was the Thieves Guild. Thieves. And then there were uh, star-crossed lovers who wanted to basically, it, when they got married, it was going to be a union between the two guilds because the guilds mm-hmm. hated each other. And then I think she's a mutant as well. This she, sounds exactly <clears throat> like Romeo and Juliet. Exactly. And then she popped up in the first Gambit miniseries in 94 that was drawn by Klaus Jensen, and it was written by Fabian Nicieza. Who's doing the... Uh, Age of Apocalypse miniseries yes. right now. Mm-hmm. Which is a good alternate reality. Yeah. Ooh, look at Probably that. the best Ooh. one. Ooh, is close? Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Um, do you think we're going to get Rogue in it at all? I doubt it. What else is Anna Paquin doing? It, it, if it is, it won't be her, I don't think. No? Yeah, no, People so. try to distance themselves? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which, I mean, kind of leads into the segue. I mean, is Deadpool and Gambit part of the X-Men universe? Yes. Or are they just... From what I hear, yes. Are they? Mm-hmm. Even though the guy who played Colossus, Colossus didn't want to do, they did ask a cameo, him, and he said he just respectfully declines. Because he he's a real action. actor. <laughs> he said, "When you have he's... some real acting for me to do, I'll be here." Really? He, mm-hmm. he plays a dude that's a metal dude who had maybe two lines in all four of the movies he appeared I mean, in. What, what else is he doing? Right. But apparently, this one's going to be all CGI, and he'll be seven and a half feet tall. Really? Um, Which he should be. Yeah, He's well, we got our dude. first glimpse in the uh, yeah just released uh, Deadpool trailer, and I think that's going to be his, his entire scene. I, I, I don't think he's going to be a like main character. In yeah, it? it's a cameo. I think what I think is going to happen. How does Colossus fit into Deadpool? No, no, no. They said that basically, um, Colossus is the mentor of that chick. Negasonic yeah. uh, Teenage Warhead? So I, what I think is going to happen is he's a boring mentor, and then when she sees Deadpool, she, she, she'll leave the X-Men and join Deadpool. I'm, just, that, that's I'm still I'm stuck. Why, why Colossus? Because... They just need a someone, a recognizable character? Pretty much. And then he, he's a cool X-Men who's been severely underused. That they can just CGI in. Exactly. True. Uh, what did you think of the Deadpool trailer? Loved it. They took the cocksucker out. Yep. Cock gobbler. Cock gobbler. Cock gobbler. And when Al, the black lady, said, you look like you got a dick in your mouth or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, Rob Liefeld comment. Yep. Thanks, Liefeld. Uh, I think they did. I think it's going to be a pleasant surprise. Yep. I, you know, part Hard of R. Part of me's thinking it's a little more obscure character. The art rating may or may not hurt it. Is it going to get the box office that it deserves? I agree. I like that they referenced how badly they messed up with them the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was. I think that was new. That wasn't in the first one. From the studio that explicitly oh, yeah, that, was... Yeah. Um, yeah. I like how they made fun of Green Lantern. <laughs> Just don't give me a Just don't green give me costume. These, yeah, a green costume. And make it animated. Yeah. <laughs> See, but um, I think that Fox is overestimating the appeal of Deadpool. He has a very strong but esoteric fan base. Mm-hmm. Is that going to translate to ticket sales? I'm not sure it's going to be a big hit. It might make money, but I don't think it's going to be a blockbuster. I think it's going to be a big hit. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Only time will tell. Alright, a couple more. So, rumor is going along. They have uh, 
we have found out who Jenna Malone is playing in the Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice. Isn't it uh, Barbara Gordon? Yep. Hmm. Really? Um, hasn't been confirmed, but that is the rumor going around. Now, if it is, in fact, true, the question is what Barbara Gordon is she playing? Right. Batgirl or Oracle? She seems young to be playing like a... Jenna Malone? Yeah. Not anymore. She's getting up there. Yeah. She is definitely over older. 17. <laughs> Are you feel, sure? Feel, feel free to talk about how you want about her. <laughs> I would prefer to see Oracle. Yeah, I mean, but... I think when we start getting the, the sidekicks in there, you know, we got reference to Robin, who is dead. We might be, get a flashback of him. Right. I, I mean, it's a Batman and Superman movie. We're already getting Wonder Woman in there. We're having cameos from Aquaman. Do we need another superhero of Batgirl? I'd rather see her as... Bruce Wayne's Batman's mm-hmm. informational hub. Say so she's thirty. Okay, but and then Batman's about forty-five, so I guess yeah. that kind of makes sense. But I think what they're doing is making her the tie-on for, for the Batman spinoff. So it could be a very small role, like oh yeah, hey look, it's Barbara Gordon. Oh hey, and then she's in and out. What well, would you rather see her as though, Batgirl or Oracle? Uh, not at all. This, this movie, I agree with you. It's too it's too packed, and I think it's too Batman esque right now. I'd rather see them. Because what it, what it seems like, they can't get a, a stronghold on Superman, so they're putting mm-hmm. like him around other characters. Well, they pretty much, That's they just announced, uh, Warner Brothers true. did their first kind of uh, screening for Batman v Superman for execu- or executives. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, within the last day or so. <laughs> and He's like cowbell. <laughs> it finished with a resounding standing ovation, <laughs> saying that Ben Affleck's Batman is just... Superb, the best Batman. That they are trying to <laughs> now meld the DC universe, cinematic universe, to him, as opposed oh, okay. to Marvel uh, or um, Henry Cavell, Superman. He's like um, their uh, their Hugh Jackman, or Very their well Robert Downey Jr. So, we will see. But word of mouth, early mouth for the movie is it is going to be gangbusters. It better be gangbusters. Because yeah. they're letting every little piece out about it already. Mm-hmm. Not I feel sorry. For, I feel squad. sorry for Henry Cavill. Because well, Man it, for Uncle isn't doing that great. I don't think it hasn't opened yet. Oh, it hasn't. Oh, I think it's next oh. week. It looks like shit. It does look like shit. Yeah. And if you go back to our Green first episode, diarrhea. this was a movie that I believe Evan was looking forward to. Yes. Now, eating crow. Yeah, that's that's me eating those Disney crows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, last little bit of news. It has been confirmed. Mark Hamill is coming back to play the Joker and Batman the Killing Joke. Uh, Kevin Conroy has stated he would like to come back as Batman, but nothing has been confirmed with that. I am very excited for this one, as I have heard in past episodes. It has been no secret that Mark Hamill has yeah. petitioned to come back for the Joker, stating this. This would be the one uh, movie he would come back for to play, reprise the Joker. But isn't he playing the Joker in like the new Batman Adventures movies with like the monsters and shit? No, that's um the one that you Baker told. guy. Yeah, yeah, John Baker doing his best. Is, Mark Hamill. It is a damn uncanny yeah. resemblance. Um, Mark Hamill doing the Joker. <laughs> um, but I, I'm looking forward to this movie. However, I don't want. 
Bruce Timm's art style again because th- th- that book had a very se- it's a, ser- a very serious storyline. Well, I'm hoping that with this one being an adaptation, they, they try like to Brian art, which is got to be hard to encapsulate in a. No, dude. I mean, that kind of line art of Brian Bowden isn't hard to do because a lot of anime have a very, sh- very I guess thin lines. So it can be done. It isn't done a lot in American cartoons. Like, think of fucking, like, Eon Flux. Never seen it. You've seen Stills before. You're Charlie's Theron? No, no, no. no. The cartoon. cartoon. You never seen the cartoon? No. Aqua TV? Yeah. No. Liquid Television. Liquid Television. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Liquid Television. Or, have you seen The Max? Yes. The uh, old MTV show? So that's not cartoon. It's kind of cartoony, but it's more stylized. So it's more stylized, more anime. Yeah, exactly. But it still looks looks American. So yeah. something like Eon Flux or the Max Art Style, which isn't done a lot in American cartoons, mm-hmm. if, they, if they employ something like that on on that movie, I think it would be amazing. So it, it can be done. It, it doesn't have to be all Joker with just like a little round dot for his eye. It can be a more serious looking Joker, and mm-hmm. it can work beautifully. So, I mean, it, everything's coming together. I think DC's really trying to take their time and do this one right. I think this has been the story that most fans have requested that yep. they uh, add a, do an adaptation of. Mm-hmm. That, um, and after, that and Kingdom Come, right? Yep. yep. Well, I think before it was always uh, Dark Knight Returns, yep. uh, which Back they did right one. by making it a two-movie. Uh, two uh, Kingdom Come, I don't. I think it would be great. I just don't know, see, know how it would be done. And now, like, Kingdom Come is too dated now. Kingdom Come is a 90s story. It was. I don't, I don't think it would work and have the same How do you do resonance. the artwork, though, to really show Alex Ross as a... I mean, just do do more of, of a pastel you color could. to it. I mean, I, I've seen cartoons that had more of a painterly style. Huh. It's possible. Well, that is all the news headlines that I had for fiction-based facts this week. It was a kind of a heavy one. Uh, what do we got in time, Randy? Uh, almost an hour forty. Oh, we are getting up there. <laughs> you guys got anything else to add today, or it's pretty that short is it. for a mini episode. <laughs> Full mini, mini, mini episodes. Mini episodes. <laughs> Let's just get this thing over with. So, until our paths next meet, we'll be here at RBS Studios International. A couple of guys telling true stories based on fiction. Peace out, y'all. Bam. stand to fly I'm not that naive I'm just out to find the better part of me I'm more than a bird I'm more than a plane I'm more than some pretty face beside a train and it's not easy to be here
Me. Mm-hmm.